Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toppy, toppy. Great Scott, Marty. No, it's the Burkamp Wonderland. Um, that's what I want to call the show afterwards, Danny, by the way. Yeah, although we don't drop it. these. No, uh, we can be the podcast. But anyway, we're Burkamp Wonderland. This is the live show for our Desmond with Chelsea. There's a lot to go through with this game. But first, I've got to introduce the two people that will be talking about it with me. One of them I've already mentioned. It's Danny, the GFP. How's it going, Danny? Hello, Josh. Wonderful game. So excited. I nearly had a turn. Back to oh, you, sir. Thank you. And it's also joining me. I think it's the first time we've podcasted together. It's Femi. Femi, how's hey, it going? How you doing? Absolutely buzzing, excited, uh, loving the good. comments already. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got to say hello to the chat box as well. Archie's in there. So Richard Garrett. Stefan's in there. Who else? Let's see. Who was first? Uh, Renry, I think. Uh, Matt Sanasi, he was the guy that did our uh, theme tune, didn't he, Danny? He wrote the theme tune and he sang the theme tune. It was pretty good. <laughs> uh, who else we got in there? Formerly Noza, Joshua Page, uh, Burkamp Wonderland, not sure who they are. But yeah, where do we start? I suppose with the lineups. And Femi, we saw Hector come back into the lineup. I think the only change from my last game. What did you think of this lineup? Uh, I know it changed pretty drastically after about 20 minutes, but. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people um, were, were not expecting Hector to come in ahead of um, Ainsley Maitland Niles. I've been hearing a lot of comments about that recently, but if you've listened to what Arteta's been saying, he's been saying he's got a midfielder and a winger playing fullback. So, as far as I'm concerned, he knew that he needed a, a proper fullback, at least one on one of the sides. And like I said on the last live show, I think they took a decision to just take Hector Bellerin totally out of the firing line, redo his all his fitness and get him back up to speed. Because tonight he was much more, you know, fitter. He was much more back up to speed, um, you know. So, yeah, I think it was a, a right change, to be honest. Uh, Maitland-Niles, you know, he's, he's done he's done really well, but he there was something that was missing on that right-hand side the other night with Pepe and Maitland-Niles. I think they, they kept giving the ball away against Sheffield United, so that didn't surprise me, to be honest. But yeah, apart from that, we, we don't really have any other choice at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm sure we get into other players as we go on, but yeah, we don't we don't have a lot of choice in terms of flexibility in, in team choice at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And Danny, we saw Bellerin with the captain's armband. Is that something... You want to kind of see going forward one of our own with it? Yeah, because he is one of our own. He's one of the longest serving players at the club at the moment. Not, not just not just in number of games, but the length of time that he's been there, which is uh, two different things because he had so much time injured. But then you see that um, I think Ozil should have been the one who got the captaincy. And it's a bit maybe telling a little bit that uh, I'm sure I looked on Wikipedia during the last podcast and I had a look through who was the the, the vice captains. I think it was Bellerin, Ozil and uh, Lacazette possibly. Um, I think it would have been nice to for Xhaka to get it because Xhaka is um, he's turned his life around. He's now a reformed character. But Bellerin getting it, 
that man he loves arsenal he's so arsenal he doesn't even have a spanish accent anymore he's more of a cockney geezer than, than gav isn't he <laughs> it's brilliant to see it's true and i think everything femi said about um uh bellerin playing the right back is true we love ashley but ashley is only going to be our backup right back don't say it i'm, I'm not i'm just gonna leave it there because everybody knows that that's not his name um so let's get into the game there was a positive for us early on um, I'm not going to talk about what happened to Mustafi straight away, but Lacazette closing down uh, Kepa early doors. Uh, Femi, did you think that was the way that you kind of saw from us that, you know, with Pepe with that early chance, just couldn't capitalise? That- yeah, I think um, the closing down is, is sort of the last couple of games is sort of the intensity has gone down a bit. Um, it's, it's quite funny, isn't it, that when we were playing games every two to three days over Christmas, we were closing down sort of relentlessly. And then the last few weeks that we've had uh, one game at a time, the closing down is, is, is slowed down a bit. But um, uh, if you've listened, I mean, I listened to a few Chelsea fans and their weak link has been this goalkeeper. They have complained about this goalkeeper consistently. So maybe it's something that we did target because it was about, two or three times that we closed him down and he sort of pinged the ball or gave the ball um, away as well. Um, I see someone from my block, uh, Block 32, <laughs> Simon, <laughs> is on the chat as well. So, yeah, um, Block 32, I do say Block 32. I'm representing for them tonight. But, yeah, um, <laughs> it was a really, really good. Uh, Pepe, yeah, like you said, didn't control the ball, but it was a good, you know, decent little start there. Yeah, definitely. And Danny, we're going to get to it. The first of Mustafi's major talking points in uh, in the game, blocking the football with his bollocks. <laughs> See, it's uh, there's swings and roundabouts for that bloke. It's not like he's... Um, oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, we've got a couple of donations if you want to do them before I... Uh, uh, you, can, you can do them. Ah, J-Rob um, from the Emerald Isles has sent us two uh, lovely euros that we're going to we're gonna spend and, and get Femi a week. It says, hello, chaps, looking <laughs> forward to this. And oh, Jim, who was on uh, a while ago, and we'll be back on again, so sent us two quid, so that means we can afford a ginger wig. And that would be lovely. Maybe we can get um, Josh to donate some pubes and make one. I don't know where I'm going with that. Stop me. <laughs> it says, best game in years. Messi wears Martinelli's PJs. Very true indeed. Um, yeah, Mustafi. This is why he's not the first choice. And we all know he's not the first choice. And he's going to make mistakes. But he put his testicles on the line there. We have moaned for years that players move out of the way. He jumped up. He let the fairly old chaps. He let Stephen and the twins take a <laughs> kick. Right, that's only if you watch EastEnders do you get that. Uh, take one right to the testicle, and boy, that hurt. And that, that just shows the commitment he's got. And sometimes he makes mistakes. But doing that and setting up that goal, getting the, the assist for that goal was made up for the fact that he that, that, that terrible back pass that you're probably going to come to soon. It swings around roundabouts for this bloke. Sometimes he's good, sometimes he's bad. He's not first choice, is he, Josh? No, I don't think so, really. Um... You, do, you do kind of feel sorry for him, though, don't you? Do you, do you? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, he's singing Soprano for a while. That's a... probably why he didn't. He fucked up the back pass. He went, he went Louise, Louise, back pass. <laughs> he thought it was a 12 year old girl in the crowd. And that's where it all went wrong. I thought it was that, or it was he was suffering from concussion because his yeah. bollocks must have smashed into his brain <laughs> because he took it in so hard. That is a pain <laughs> hard to describe. It was absolutely incredible. And I was like, oh, there we go. Um, 
But yeah, 14 minutes in, um, Femi crosses are causing us a bit of an issue. Uh, Abraham getting into Leno. Is this again coming back to our fullbacks kind of issue there? Or was it just like Chelsea looked like they had a plan there? Yeah, they did seem to target uh, Bukayo Saka at the start, didn't they? They really went for him and he was, just like Mustafi, Saka was a little bit rattled for the first sort of half an hour, I'd say, uh, until he got composed and he had a brilliant game after that. But yeah, it was, it was, uh, we, we sort of didn't, we've got this habit, don't we, of not closing down crosses, which is really a weird thing that we do, but, um, um, I think their wingers obviously are really quality. And what they did was they switched them around, didn't they, with um, Hudson Adoy going right up against Saka and uh, William going to the other side. So they obviously targeted Saka today. And uh, uh, we gave away a lot of corners in that first sort of, how long, first 20, 25 minutes? I think the, the commentators kept counting the corners. I think they had like eight corners in the first 30 minutes, which is just ridiculous. And then they were alternating between, um, between how can I put it, between short corners and crossing it in. So that was ca- causing us problems as well. Yeah, I really didn't uh, understand why we kind of didn't get anyone down there as well. Cause I suppose, cause it was Martinelli's side as well. Uh, do you think that's because Emerson was having problems with Pepe in that first half that they were kind of, they were getting a bit more joy down that side? Down what? Um, the left side? Do, yeah, down our left. Do you think it's because yeah, we have Pepe I on think, the other? I think we've got a bit of an issue, haven't we, in terms of going forward, which is because we've got Lacazette dropping kind of a d- bit deeper. And then I don't know if you noticed that during this game, we did something really weird, which was, we stuck Ozil to the right at at one point, and then it was sort of Pepe and Ozil sort of doubling up on Emerson, as you said. And then what that meant was, as soon as Chelsea got the ball anywhere near the central, they were just running right at us, and then they would play it to the left, and then that meant Martinelli was was having to, you know, run up and down trying to cover Saka as well. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, what else have we got? Well, uh, next thing I've got, Danny, 25 minutes in, it's that back pass. Um, do you want to yeah. talk about it? I suppose because well, it finished a draw. All I all I did was for 25, Mustafi again. He fucks up the back pass. Abraham's come steaming in and Louise brings him down. Xhaka goes in to replace Louise at centre-back. We're now playing so deep after after he sc- they scored the penalty. But I was trying to... I was hoping they were going to replay it and show who gave the ball to Mustafi that made him panic and go, oh, what am I going to do? But then the only replay I did saw, when Mustafi tried to kick it back, he went off the tip of his boot. And so he didn't get good contact with it. And so he couldn't direct it properly. So I don't think he was ready for it. So these things happen. And uh, you would have hoped that maybe there'd have been somebody else there to go after him. But when you've got someone the size and the speed of Abraham, you're, you're knackered really, aren't you? Because that bloke is, is like a, like a whippet. He's very good. Yeah. For me, I think here's your first ABW style question. Do you think that uh, Mustafi's balls were still swollen and that didn't help him get his <laughs> leg round? get enough contact on the path back <laughs> yeah his, his squadrons were still, were still <laughs> yeah um, he, but he just looks so nervous throughout the first half an hour didn't he it's, 
it's it's so amazing how a player can be sort of even in a single game like so good and so so bad. Uh, he gave the ball away that same way about three times, even before that one as well. But we were a bit naive, I think, in that situation because if you if you looked at what what the build up was, well, that was when I think that was when Emerson got booked. And I think Pepe gave the ball away in the first instance, so it, we just we just let ourselves down there, and then um, it was just a just a disaster, to be honest with you. I, I just like how do you even explain that? But then again, like what do you do? Because if we don't trust Holden to play, which seems to be the case now, and any of our two centre backs get injured, we're pretty much have to play Mustafi, but. He just always has a mistake in him every single game. And it's unfortunately for him, his mistakes just seem to always lead to a goal. That's that's another thing. He's just so maybe he's just unlucky. I don't know what it is, but it's every mistake that he does is always leads to a goal, which is which is amazing. Yeah, definitely. Uh before we get on to the other part of what happened with uh, with this pass back. Petito 100 has thrown in a donation and says the uh, the heat is aimed at the wrong German today. Petito, don't worry. When that other German actually does something in the game, we'll mention it. Also, um, Jonas, um, we were just messaging on DM, uh, Jonas Sigdenberg has sent us 10 quid via PayPal. Thank you very much, Squire. We, I asked him a while ago if he wanted to come on because we're trying to get new people on if you've got the right setup. And he said, uh, yes, he'd love to come on one day, but he's got noisy twins. I was thinking just like Mustafi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, thanks for that, Petito and Jonas. Thank you very much, Jonas and Petito. Stanley just said. Uh, so let's talk through that red card, which is the other part of the back pass. Uh, Femi, do you want to talk us through Louise and what he's doing there? Oh, mate. Um, what do you even say? I think it's just a natural instinct, isn't it, for a footballer? Like, me watching at home is thinking, don't do it. Don't do it. He's going to do it, isn't he? He's going to do it. it. Everything just seems to go in slow motion. <laughs> but as a footballer, I guess it's just natural. I think... Well, I mean, it wasn't as stupid as the Bournemouth captain the other day, was it? Who, <laughs> who saved the goal in like the 20 something well, minutes? He was falling but... down, didn't he? And he was oh, saving Private Ryan with it. But to be fair, it's, it's pretty much just as bad because you give away the penalty and you're very much running the risk of a red card. And I know a lot of people in my. In my, a lot of the groups that I had, we're talking about the double jeopardy rule, which is the new rule that came in last season, which was. It's only a yellow card if you give away a penalty and you're the last man. But to be fair, I think it's if you're genuinely trying to play the ball, which me as a biased Arsenal fan, I would say, yeah, he was, yeah. He, was, <laughs> he was trying to play the ball. But, you know, you could, I, I was hoping that we could get a turnaround there. But, yeah, we it was just it was just inevitable, wasn't it, to be honest? Zoybird makes a point here, Josh. He says uh, he should have let him score. Yeah, that's, a, that's exactly what I was thinking. Naturally, though, as a footballer, I think when you're on the pitch, yeah. you just think I'm gonna stop him by any means necessary. But we were better off just letting him score, to be honest, and just then, just carrying on. He let him score. He didn't even try yeah, well, to stop. There, there, there you go. That's another thing, isn't it? He can't, he can't win. He should have just put his hands up in the Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm meant to do. <laughs> well, wasn't it? Um, Mo Salah the other day when he ran straight through on goal, 
all I saw from the United fans was that uh, Dan James was chasing him all the way back to the goal. And they were like, take him out, take him out. And he just let him score. So as a footballer, you, you can't win pretty much, can you? It's, a, it's like, um, but yeah, it, it was what it was. Yeah, my, my two cents, I would have gone in two-footed. <laughs> uh, probably I would have definitely gone to ground but then I'm left footed so it would have been on the right side for me to slide him uh, but you had Mustafi kind of covering so that's where I wondered about that kind of double jeopardy rule that because there was cover and we saw what Steve Cook had done previously having a defender on the line doesn't necessarily mean it's going to go in uh, but yeah I think just annoying to kind of see that come out but it's but so amazing how one mistake just took up the whole team isn't it because yeah. Leno was just he just couldn't react to it he didn't he right. did not expect that either uh obviously David Luiz wasn't expecting that so it's just like one mistake just undid the whole of the defense yeah it was it was mad Danny what did you reckon to the red card and do you want to say thank you to Michael as well thank you very much Michael Hardyman as usual um a good point at a tough place to go, very true. Even better under the circumstances. I think looking at it, when you take it into consideration, brilliant, magnificent game. I can't remember. I was actually thumping the table right near the end when we were doing all that fancy stuff, when their play was down, and we went, fuck it, we're going to play anyway. It's only fair, 10 v 10. Oh, God. I had to take a breath. Um, right, so I should just get rid of that. So what did you, What was the question? Because I was um, busy. The red card. Yeah, you got to think, well, like um, like Corey says here, when when we were kids, we were always told you got you got to tackle for the ball. And if he wouldn't have done it, he'd have been crucified. And I didn't know about that double jeopardy thing, Femi. Um, where so you can get a red and it can be a penalty at the same time. Is it down to the the, no. um, the referee's discretion? No, it's a yellow now. Remember, it's always a Why red loss because you have to be making an attempt to get the ball. That's the debatable point. So he That's, does try yeah. and get the ball, didn't he? Exactly. That's the debatable both. point. I think, he, but, I think he got both, didn't he? Or possibly mm. maybe maybe uh, 52% player, 48% ball yeah. <laughs> I think it was because he was behind him more than anything. So if he was like face, you know, facing him or something, then it, he probably could have made a case that he was trying to get the ball. But if you're sort of challenging from behind, it's pretty much... Yeah. It's a mere, you're not going to get that, are you? Well, to made that, that that point made it a really exciting game. From that point onwards, I thought we were either going to crumble or we we're going to play Arteta ball, and we went on. And for some points after that game, we were we were doing some really really good defending and really good attacking and uh, keeping the ball, which is uh, which is Arteta ball, which is nice to see, Josh. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, if I wasn't doing this, I would probably have turned it off after they scored the penalty. <laughs> because I did not. <laughs> they have. They've turned it off. Yeah, I didn't expect anything to come out of this game, especially uh, a minute later when Chelsea fans start singing "He's one of our own" about David Luiz. That was a bit harsh. <laughs> he signed for them twice, costing them millions of pounds, and they were booing him. Uh, they were until he, you know, he did that for them. Ungrateful cunts. <laughs> uh, but then we saw what we could kind of describe as Rob Holding's first, second and third warming up of the first <laughs> half because he, he nearly came on, didn't he, a couple of times in he, that first half. He was up and down more often than John's pants at an orgy, wasn't it? <laughs> or Meza Ozil playing football. <laughs> oh, that's always just down. There's, there's nothing more than that than just down. <laughs> I think uh, they had the... Um, the 
either the one of the commentary teams. Obviously, they have someone behind the the fourth official checking who's coming off, and they changed it about three times. So first, it was Martinelli coming off. Then they had Pepe, and this was when Holding was fully changed to to come on. By the way, so first they were going to take Martinelli off. Then they were going to take Pepe off. And then Martinelli again. And then in the end, I think we were having a nice little spell. So he decided to leave Xhaka at centre-back and just carry on. And imagine if we were taking Martinelli off. That would have been amazing, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. Imagine if Emery had done that. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's not made a change. People would have been going spare that yeah. he didn't. Uh, I think that's the change of a manager that we kind of have a bit more faith in. Don't you think, Danny? Um, Jonas has just sent us another fiver via PayPal so YouTube don't get 40% of the money because they're scumbags but he's asked us a question and I've put it in our private chat as one of the questions so uh, thanks again Jonas but you don't have to send us money to ask us a question no one else does don't want to start a trend Um, because I was doing that Josh I was being very naughty and not listening to the question oh I forgot what the question was as well good let's move on then (laughs) we've got to do this in 45 (laughs) minutes Oh, blimey. Yeah, I've got, what, 22 minutes to go. Nah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't got really much for the second, the rest of that first half because I was too engrossed in actually watching the game. All so I, much. Some... It was all us, wasn't it? All us with Xhaka and Mustafi as a centre-back partnership. I put 41 minutes. That's a really good five-minute spell of possession. Show, slowed the game down, frustrating Chelsea. We were, we were brilliant with that. And another great save by Leno. I might, might as well just have cut and pasted the words, another great save for Leno, because 75, 72, 75, 79, that's all I put. And I put it again in the 41st minute, and again, no, in the 31st minute, and I put it other points during the game. So, uh, like Chelsea corner, Christensen heads wide of an open goal. That was in the 10th minute, and that's, that's the only other notes I was making because I was, I was panicking. I wasn't happy. Yeah. Femi, what did you reckon to that end of that first half? Because it was all us, as you said, it was like yeah. 75% possession. Yeah, much better. I think that's something that's changed under um, the new manager, isn't it? We control the game um, a lot more. We're not scared to have uh, control possession um, of the of the ball now, which is, I think it just, even if you're down to 10 men, being able to play like that, it, it really does help. It's gone hmm. on mute. <laughs> Sorry, I needed to choke. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that was my problem. Right. And I needed to get ready because it's half time. Um, Errol makes know a good what... point before you go to half time. He says Arteta showed some stones to hold off on a half time substitution. I think that was very, it's almost like he knows what he's doing. We're not used to that, are we? No, no. <laughs> I mean, I thought what we might have done was just shaved Gwendozi and then switched him out, gave him the number 20 shirt and stuck him out there and then sub on David Louise later in the game. But uh, yeah, it, that took us to half time, one nil down. And it's back to the chat box because I've been lots, seeing lots of people asking, where's Jason? And been deported, any he? Brexit. He's got back yeah. to Wales. Brexit means Brexit. So he's in Wales. They're quickly uh, digging a moat around the east side of Wales whilst we get rid of them. Um, But while he's doing that, he'd like some taps in his box. If you like to give him a little tappy tappy. There's 244 of you watching at the moment. 45 thumbs up and one thumbs down. I know, Danny, right? That's... That's disgusting, Josh. What, what are we going to do about it? 
the best way I could describe it is that is like a Mustafi back pass. It's just nothing. We don't want a Mustafi back pass, do we? If, if, we you, if you don't want to be Mustafi back pass, we want a Mustafi assist, don't we, Josh? Show us your Mustafi-sized balls after he got <laughs> a football into them and tap that like... I was thinking, what's the female equivalent to, to... Do ladies have balls? It's been a while, I can't remember. I don't think they do. I mean, it was struck nowadays, that hard. Nowadays, some do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, it was struck that hard. She looked like she was pregnant afterwards and everyone had asked where the ball is. Oh, um, but yeah, uh, if we can give us a little like, you know, YouTube might like us. And if you want to hear more of us, you can always click subscribe. And then click the little bell icon. And then when Jason comes on, you'll know about it. Not only because you'll hear him singing from the valleys, but YouTube will ping you a little notification. And then you can come into the chat box and speak to us. Or you don't have to even speak to us. You can just speak to the good people in the chat box and ignore us. We don't care. It's probably the we, best we part, don't. actually. You yeah, it's probably is the best part. The chat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't want exactly. to Bring the chat into full screen. Just, we're just a bit on the side. Um, Thomas has helped. Out. Ladies don't have balls, they have eggs. A similar kind <laughs> of uh, oh, we've had another donate. Oh, Jonas we is have. in the chat box. I've had a donation. JSSAFC. Who is JSSAFC? I like because they've got they've got a uh, bruised banana shirt on. And he's got three I kids like that all balls. That's all I remember because I think he, he he's been listening for a while and donated last time. Um oh Jonas, what's Jonas said? Uh oh. I want to highlight it, trusting it's gonna be good. This shows the Jason effect. I'm still holding back on my likes, even when Jason isn't here, awaiting the Welsh justice. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> I just feel like I'm just inept now. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's it. You're like a discarded yeah. stock not even i wasn't even it was like the other sock that you use to wank in you know you've wanked in the, that sock i'm still the sock left in the drawer so i'm never going to be put on that's it that's what i feel like i'm not even the indignity of being jizzed in thanks guys <laughs> right let's go on to the second half before femi decides that he's had enough of abw and he leaves <laughs> um, so second half starts still no no sub at half time. Um, Femi, do you want to talk about Martinelli? Because I kind of missed this. Uh, I just saw him humpled in a creek in a heap. Well, two things with that. We got a few yellow cards today for cynical tackles. Oh, no, we got one for, uh, I think it was Genduzi brought down yeah. one of their players, and all their <laughs> players were surrounding the referee asking for a red card. Uh, Aspilicueta took out Martinelli when he was running straight up the pitch. The referee gave him absolutely nothing. The referee didn't even call him back to talk to him. Then he pushed Martinelli off the pitch. That's why Martinelli was was left in a heap. He, he landed on the... And it was just a subtle little push. Um, and he, he got nothing once again. So I really didn't understand what was going on with the the referee today or why we were getting these sort of weird decisions once again. Um, it seemed like our players literally had to be taken out to be to be a yellow card like Lacazette was taken out. Um, but yeah, the kid the kid did well, didn't he? He got up and uh, stayed strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he kind of showed them later in the half as well. He did, yeah. On that kind of thing of a kind of fouls and the lack of yellow cards we got. Did you see the... Um, Pepe on, was it Jorginho? I certainly heard him scream when he stamped on him off field. 
I was surprised we got away with that one. I didn't see that one. Uh, it was later in the second half. Um, I only remember it because I was like, who's crying? What is that like weasel doing? <laughs> but yes, Pepe's uh, basically just killed him off field. Um, Danny, we then saw the ultimatum that presumably happened at halftime where Ozil was asked by Arteta to do something with his fucking life <laughs> on the field. And he chose to not even get a pre-assist like Mustafi had at least done in the first half and joins equal with now Allison on 14 games played and one assist in the Premier League. Um, I mean, it's still better than Jesse Lingard, I think, but, you know, it was scraping the bottom of the barrel. He comes off for Gwendozy. Uh Do you think that was the change you kind of expected? Because it certainly wasn't what I expected to happen. Well, the commentators were saying that it was going to be um, um, Martinelli looked like he was going to come off. And I had a tweet. I had that tweet ready. That what the fuck do you think you're doing, Arteta? Arteta out. I had that ready to go. Didn't happen. <laughs> but you're looking at Ozil and I thought, that's not happened. Now, I'm going to, whenever the camera was, I was watching it on DAZN and I was watching whenever I could and Ozil, the amount of times he was doing sideways or more often backwards passes, it's like he doesn't want to make any forward passes in case they don't go to the right or, or do anything with them. And I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, well, you've now got one assist in your last 12 and a half games for Arsenal. We've got many players on the pitch that we've got fullbacks and defenders that are doing more than you are. So then I was thinking, well, how, how, how do you fix this problem? Arteta's already put his arm around him because they were there playing together at Arsenal. And that made a little bit of a difference. It, there has definitely been some games this season under Arteta when we're playing Arteta ball that Ozil has looked to be, oh, hello, looks like he's in up for this one. Oh, he's doing a bit of running. He, he's tracking back to get the ball. He's going wide to get the ball. He, he's, he's putting balls through. But today, he just looked like he couldn't be bothered. And again, if you look back, if you wrote, um, get a list of all the games against the big four, the big five are going to be both Manchester um, Liverpool and Chelsea. That's all the big four are because we're the fifth one and Spurs haven't never won anything. In fact, I'm putting Leicester as in part of the big five. He's done bugger all against all of those teams. In cup finals, he's done bugger all. When we played against Chelsea at the end of last season, the cup final, he walked around for the entire time. And it's just like, Either he doesn't get it or he doesn't want to get it. And now the links are going to start. They want him out of the club. And someone tweeted me and said, I don't think we're ever going to sell him. I said, I think the club gave up on the idea of selling Ozil years ago. We've been we've been, we've been, been sold a duff there. He's had one and a half good seasons at Arsenal. And the rest of the time, was it him that the, the article was written about where it says Nick and a living? Was it him or was yes. it someone else? No, it was him. Never has that been truer than it is now. And I want him to, to, to sort his life out. And I want him to be getting assists, getting the goals. Take Even when he takes the corners now, when Pepe took that corner, that corner, he took it with his wrong foot. That corner was, or he took it with his left foot. So on that side of the pitch, you would normally take it with your right foot. That corner was low and down and mixed it into the box. When Ozil was taking him, he's just thinking, why are you even bothering to take the free kicks, Ozil? I mean, the corners, you're not even doing that properly. There is something so wrong with everything about him. And when Arteta, his mate, is bringing him off, you're thinking, this isn't a good sign, is it? I wouldn't play him again. At least Lacazette is running his ass off and trying and managed to score a goal that was offside. So it shows that Lacazette can score. But I don't know, Josh, it's just so frustrating because he should be there pulling all the strings, shouldn't he? He should be. Um I would say that Lacazette offside was um, it's onside in Merseyside. That's what I'll say. <laughs> that data, <laughs> data said, uh, that, um, there you go. Data, uh, Ozil makes the team more money than he costs. Get over it. There you go. <laughs> That's probably why he's still at the club. He makes the team more money than he costs. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, well, we can talk. Uh, so what have I got next? 58 minutes. I've got Laka getting absolutely upended by Christensen. Uh, yep. I thought that should have been a red card, but I might be biased. <laughs> we agree there, Femi. It was the one where uh, he's got yeah. no attempt for going the ball, right? Took him so, out, didn't he? Well, it, I mean, that's the one thing is we were, like you said, we were getting getting possession, uh, kind of building up. But as soon as we got anywhere near a break, Chelsea just took us out straight away. Um, I think that was the last one that they did because the referee had to do something. You know, they, as soon as we pulled any sort of two passes to get forward. Saka was taken out, Martinelli was taken out, Lacazette, Pepe. So, you know, it's it's the way of football now, isn't it? Isn't it? That's just a standard football thing. I think Man City brought it into the Premier League and now everyone's copying it. Just cynical fouling, taking players out. Occasional fouling as well. Making yeah, sure we... too often. Dan, did you feel it had the kind of vibe of like an old school derby? The the kind of ferocity of some of those tackles going in. Yeah, they weren't fucking around, were they? No, I I feel we were a two-footer away from doing it, but, you know, we were down to 10 men, and that's why we put Xhaka in defence, so he couldn't go around two-footing people. If it wasn't for VAR, there may well have been a few two, a few two-footers going in tonight. It was that kind of game. I think VAR and the ability for the referee to look back at that and go, right, you're all off, game abandoned, because everyone was getting really angry. Yeah, definitely. Especially when we had the ball for five minutes and we we're passing it around and uh, they couldn't get the ball off us. They're thinking, they've only got 10 men. How are they doing this? And we just kept doing it all around the pitch, back and forth, all over the place. Really, really good to see. Bit of composure at last. Yeah. And talking about composure, it's the bit that the chat box has been waiting for, isn't it? 62 minutes, Mustafi assists. Femi, <laughs> talk us through the goal. Oh, man, I was jumping up and down in my um, <laughs> my American commentary on in the background. <laughs> like, oh, what a goal. Um, when he first, his first touch was awful, wasn't it? He's, <laughs> but he somehow, the first, maybe if his first touch was better, he actually wouldn't have scored that goal because Kante probably would have taken the ball off of him. But his first touch was so bad that Kante totally lost all his composure did a um a, a Steven Gerrard and just just crumpled <laughs> crumpled on the floor. It was actually exactly like Steven Gerrard, wasn't it? It looked like Steven Gerrard ran straight through on goal. You're thinking he's not gonna pass the Pepe, is he? He's not gonna pass, he's not gonna pass. Of course he didn't pass. Composure just just beyond his age. 18 years old. I mean, what a player this is. He's I've got Man United fans texting me saying, Oh, you guys have got a little diamond there, haven't you? Jurgen Klopp said when we played him, he said, this is a generational talent that we've got here. And I'm sure Jurgen Klopp can spot a player. This guy, we've got to do everything to hold on to him. New contract in the summer, give him a six-year deal like we did to Bellerin and tie him down to tie him down to the stadium and the training ground. This kid is absolutely special and we've just got to do everything to, to hold on to him, to be honest with you. I'd give him Ozil. I'd say Ozil belongs to you now. He is now. He is now your genes. Well, we, did, we should. We should give him Ozil's wages for for the for the week, shouldn't we? <laughs> we'll sort of see from now on Ozil piggybacking him around London, <laughs> doing all of that oh, stuff. Yeah. That's what we need because uh, yeah, Ozil doesn't deserve anything. We are spoilt with this kid. I mean, to come in at that age and get back to back—is it back to back Premier League goals? I'm sure it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Magnificent. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he's into double figures now as well for the season, which puts him second top goal scorer for us. If Easily. memory serves. Um, Easily I mean, second yeah. top scorer. Yeah, that's true. I probably could have said that if he had five goals. And exactly. Fairly certain. I was surprised Leno hasn't tried to go for it. He needs a couple. But yeah, oh man, what a goal. Because he takes it, what, from basically our own box. Yeah. It's 65 oh. yards. Uh, I mean, it's Kante falling over makes it a worse goal because we all know <laughs> Martinelli's going to rainbow flick it over him and just leave him <laughs> in his, leave him like stuck in the mud. But, oh, it was good enough to win a game, I think. Yeah, um, 18 years old. I mean, we've got two 18-year-olds that are excelling. Like someone said in the in the chat box, um, Neil Vegahala. Sorry, I yeah. pronounced your name badly. You said even Saka had a great game. We've got to remember these these guys are 18 years old. I mean, seriously, all I ever hear in the media is, "Oh, Chelsea's youngsters, this Chelsea young team, Chelsea." We had more young players on the pitch than they did, and no one ever gives us any credit for that. I mean, two 18 years old. Which, if we get, we've got we've got some gems in our team. If we can just add some little structure around them, it, we we've got some. We've got something, you know, that we can build on, to be honest with you. Neil makes a point. I was just thinking that he says uh, they had a good combination between him and Martinelli. They were doing it for the entire game. Down the right-hand side, it would have been Pepe and Bellerin. Um, Bellerin making his comeback. It's his first game in eight league games, I think it is. And Pepe Pepe was doing his magic. Pepe has to get some bit of a nod. But those two down the left-hand side, and as soon as those two went off on one, you'd have um, Xhaka dropping back into the back, into the defence, covering that position. Xhaka did so much hard work today, whether it was stopping the ball, dropping, playing centre-back, dropping in as cover for when them two went off on a run. And you could see down the right-hand side, Chelsea was shitting their pants every time we had it. I mean, you look, even with uh, in, in the dying minutes of the game, they were both still doing it down the left. Oh, they weren't because Mark Nelly had come off. But the last parts of the game... Um, Saka was still doing it down the left-hand side and with Guendouzi and all that other stuff. There's so many good points from today's game to look at and, and to take notice from. And the, the title of tomorrow's podcast is going to be uh, We Only Need Ten Men. <laughs> okay. Not going to go with my suggestion. Fine, Danny. What was your suggestion, Josh? Great Scott, Marty. <laughs> That's a Fine. Back to the Future reference. It is indeed. Who's um, Scott? Oh, Marty as in Martinelli. Great. Marty is Martinelli. Great Scott is the thing. Anyway, if you have to explain it, it's not as good. Anyway, I think Joe Madeira 1993 wants us to say something like GM7. Problem is, it's really confusing me with Glenn Murray. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why is he shouting about Glenn Murray? And I was like, ah, oh. because I've already called him M35, which... Uh, who's, got, who's got our seven shirt at the moment? It's Mkhitaryan. Has seven. Oh, who's at Roma? So uh, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> he's it's, actually there. He's just doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, you wished him happy birthday, and he replied to it, so we know he's about. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing? John's made a good point there. Um, uh, John Bernstein, uh, Saka and Martinelli are saving us a hundred million in the transfer market. Ah, oh, definitely. <laughs> yes, all that money we keep wasting on shit centre backs is fine. That David Keith, we only need ten Martinellis. Have you got any brothers? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. We'll just start scouting the Brazilian fourth division because you know if there was a guy that if if there were a couple of people that kept Martinelli out with clean sheets, just buy that entire team. It'd be great. Um 
Right, we probably have to move on from Martinelli a little bit because um, we've got to finish off the rest of the game and some other stuff happened. Uh, oh, what else we got? Uh, oh, Gwendouzi's yellow cards. <laughs> that was a uh, <laughs> an interesting one. I think Mason Mount was an angry little man, isn't he? They're all angry, weren't they? Chasing after the referee. Um, I th- it was just a, just a similar thing that they were doing for the whole. I, I really don't understand what Chelsea were expecting. Another red card. I don't get it. He pulled at him, couldn't bring him down. Fair enough. And then he hacked him down. That's what they were doing for the whole game. So it's it's a fair turnaround's fair play, isn't it? You can't complain if you can dish it out, then you can take it, can't you? Um, between Leno 72 blocks from William Leno 75 saves us again Leno 79 saves us from Barkley that was a superb save I've got that one it It must be close to double figures (laughs) yeah Yeah. absolutely and how many blocks as well like those little blocks that look how many times a day appeal for handball as well handball handball handball. and every, and every time it was off Mustafi's bollocks because they'd swollen to the size of the away ends <laughs> he, he could have put um, a couple of Arsenal shirts on and we could have had uh, six people playing at centre-back that's why we decided to leave him on right because he actually still had a centre-back partnership stick a wig on it you think it was David Luiz <laughs> poor bloke and he got well done for him for carrying on as well. He didn't even go and have a lay. If that had been MMA, he'd have had a good five minutes laying on the side, wouldn't he? If that had been UFC. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> With a little blood capsule in his mouth that he'd uh, break at some point as well. That's rugby, wasn't it? Oh, they're all a little bit rude, aren't they? Which one's the fake one? Um, MMA, WWE, they're all the same. How dare you? <laughs> if Mike from the Gooners pod hears that, he'll come down and come out and chin, give you chin, chin music. I don't sweet understand that. That's it. Heartbreak kid, give you some sweet chin music. Get on with it. Sorry. Uh, right, so then we saw Pepe come off and Rob Holding finally came on 45, no, 60 minutes after he was probably going to come on. Um, what did you reckon to Pepe's performance today, Femi? Um, there was a particular Welshman that wasn't very happy with his performance in um, one of the WhatsApp groups I was in. Um, but what did you think, how he played? I thought first, before the red card, I didn't think he was pulling up trees, him and Urza. I think it was a bit it's a bit complicated because he gave us an outlet, to be honest with you, because um, he does he does control the ball really well. Um, I thought he wasn't that bad once we went down to 10 men, to be honest with you. I thought he, he gave us an outlet, he held the ball. Uh, his little twists and turns, like Danny said, was was causing Chelsea problems. They didn't know whether to stick or to go with him. His end product wasn't wasn't the best today, to be honest. Um, but I, I don't think he, you could see that he was fading. He wasn't really covering. He, I thought, to be honest, I saw Maitland Niles getting ready at one point. Did you see that? He took his shirt off and he was coming on. And I definitely thought they were going to take. Pepe off for Maitland-Niles actually at that point and double up on the right side. But I think what changed that was Chelsea brought on... Who's that guy? Mitchie Bashwai came on. Bashwai. And you saw Arteta standing right next to the substitution. Just, I think it, he was just calculating in his head, okay, okay, what what do I do? What do I do? And as soon as that happened, he thought, okay, let me put Rob Holding on. Go three at the back. Go wing backs. And it paid dividends in the end, didn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, not necessarily straight away, because no. four minutes later, <laughs> um, 
Lacazette. Um, <sighs> yeah, that bit. Of, I know he's not a defender, but <sighs> he went full Mustafi, didn't he? And just got out of the way of the ball. For Ozil. Oh my god. Um, Danny, yeah. you might want to take that one because I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I don't remember Lacazette moving out of the way for anything. There was quite a lot no, of time. No, the, the Aspilicueta goal. Yeah, when they um, crossed the ball, when Lacazette they pulled it. his leg back. I made a note of this. Yeah. Ready? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Hang on, sit down, everybody. Danny Harry, made a note. Fingers on lips, 83rd minute, goal! Holding is busy shouting to watch out for Batch Y. And then while he is shouting out, watch out for Batch Y, and walking towards Batch Y, uh, the ball comes to, um, I'll put AZ because I can't pronounce his name, as per unpronounceable, slips in behind holding and scores. And you think, well, hold on a sec, as he's, he's going, <laughs> no, absolute no. That's, I thought, here we go, dying minutes of the game, Arsenal can see the goal, same old, same old. But you're just watching it back, you're thinking, well, there's not much more that holding could do because if Bash Y would have come in and, and tapped the ball in, who was offside? Was it Mason Mount just stood there and then um, took the last second? Take, or take your pick. Take your yeah, pick because <laughs> Tammy, uh, an injured Tammy Abraham is offside in that goal, yeah. Uh, at the front post, you've then got Aspilicueta who's between him, Bashway behind him is offside, yeah. and possibly make some mount further back. But yeah, there's about three of them offside in it. I think it was Tammy that was standing there as well. And I think a holding was going, well, you've got Bashway over there, you've got Tammy there. I've only just come on. We're trying to rearrange the defence and trying to um, um, keep this to uh, 1 1. And then you think, well, he can't be in seven direct. So I think all the blame has to come for the people that would have, uh, he had, uh, would have been Jacka, Mustafi, and uh, whoever else was behind him. Those for watching, the, the, they only showed the replay once. And that's when I was noticed what holding was shouting, look out for him. I think a lot of people think it was offside, but it wasn't <clears> because Xhaka actually dropped in and kept a few players onside. And he did that about three times in the second half where you could see he wasn't a centre-back because where everyone else pushed up, Xhaka dropped just a little bit and it kept people onside, unfortunately. Yeah, the Aspilicueta is certainly onside. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the one that's onside from that guy thing but as people are saying why is VAR not coming in no, I, I, Jacka, I think Xhaka dropped back and kept them onside if you, if you look at the replay again and I think the first mistake let's be honest is and I think like you can see in Lacazette's face he knew yeah. that he made a mistake he totally held his head as soon as the ball went past him and holding let him know that he made a mistake as well yeah, I think I completely agree with you, Femi. As much as you know, we're annoyed that VAR didn't have our back necessarily. That issue solved by Lacazette just putting his leg out and stopping yeah. that ball coming across. We'll put coming across with his body. Yeah. Just anything he puts on that, so long as it's not his hand, <laughs> is uh, is fair game as a decent block there. Uh, yeah, a few but, people are making the point that like John Bernstein and Joe Madeira have made it that wasn't Abraham directly in front of Leno. Yeah, I think he was. Not, not just a foot or so. He was a few feet away from him. But then the uh, because it's not just blocking his view, it's um, uh, taking up what he's been uh, going to be marking or look at or watching out for. So it's a little bit like him going up to him going, hello, and then stepping back and someone <laughs> scoring and going, and then I go, well, I was looking in, giving me jazz hands. You, you can't do that. And then VAR, well, like someone said, VAR only helps the teams that the FA want to help win stuff. Yeah, remember, we are Farsenal, not Varsenal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we we do get. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. We're getting 
decisions like a mid-table, lower half of the table team nowadays, aren't yeah. we? we got absolutely done a dirty there but 86 minutes back anything your captain can do our captain does better eh Danny and on his weak foot magnificent I was uh, I wrote most of this in capital letters because I just put fuck you Chelsea on Twitter Um, in capital letters 87th minute Matteo Bellerin Matteo Saka Matteo Torreya then Bellerin just brilliant that's that's our tetra ball (laughs) So I think the gist of that is the ball goes all over the place. Saka's running right on the left-hand side. The ball comes out. It comes back in again. And Guendouzi does really well. I think Guendouzi really showed that he's grown up during this game. That He, he wasn't running around like a headless chicken doing nothing no. good. He was helping everybody, getting stuck in, getting forward. And I thought, wow, this kid is something special. And then the ball goes out somehow. Uh, I think Torreya gets it just in outside the penalty area. Then Torreya passes it right to Bellerin. Bellerin's got two men on him. They think, hold on, Bellerin, he's a right back. We all know right backs have only got one thing. Bellerin went, all right, geezer, Cockney now. Cuts in on his left hand. Sensor tells him a dummy. Cuts in on his left hand foot and on his left hand side. Left foot shot, bottom left hand corner. Good night. Thank you very much. That's that's uh, that's been a game. Magnificent. And uh, someone said that the last time we drew two two at the bridge. Uh, Bellerin scored then as well, but what a way to announce your comeback and as captain and as showing that under under um, Emery, it's not over to the fat lady sings, is it? No, absolutely. Um, Femi, would you have anything else to add to that goal? Because oh, man. Yeah, honestly, I was so I just thought, you know what, these boys, if you give fight, the fans will give something back to you. I think some, I think they've got that into their head now, which is. I don't think three months ago, if we had gone down to 10 men, we would have seen anything like that kind of performance. I thought we were brilliant. They were 6-0, weren't they? Yeah, I thought we were brilliant second half, uh, personally. I I thought, when I looked at all the results as they were coming in, they were showing them on the ticker on the side. I was like, this is miserable. We're in a relegation fight here. You know, this is is so bad. We're going to get hammered. And you're just thinking, just show something like, you know, the board are not helping the, the, the team out. They're not giving them any funds uh, or there's no funds to spend to re-inject into the team. But the team just thought, you know what, we're not going to have this. Just like against Leeds, that second half, someone, you know, they went in at halftime and said, we are not going to lose this game. And I just think that if you behave like that, I don't care who you you are, what level you are that play for Arsenal. As long as you behave like that, the fans will give you something back as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, I'll always support a team that does their best, to be honest with you. Good. Great. Yeah, great. Um, just going through my final uh, bits and pieces I've got on that um, the rest of the game. Pretty nervy end to the game. I don't know. Were either of you watching BT Sport? No, for yours. No. Um, so we got Chelsea player was crying. <clears throat> no, we got a David Luiz cam for the last five minutes. I've uh, seen a picture of this. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so what they did for the last five minutes, they they found David Luiz was sitting in the corridor watching on a uh, a dodgy portable telly. Uh, you know, tapping the side a couple of things, a little bull boy holding the aerial up for him so he could get signal. <laughs> and they're just filming, yeah, and they're just filming him watching the uh last five wow. minutes of the game in the bottom left corner of the screen. It was great. We should have <laughs> had that for the whole game. Was I want to see that. Agent check? Oh, the maybe two double agents together. No, it was just him on their own, and uh, you could tell he wanted us to 
well, either they were syncing the screen up slightly different to his reactions, but he definitely uh, did a little fist pump when Torreira cleared it <laughs> at one point in those last five minutes. But um, the last thing I've got is Jacker getting that kind of touch on Mitchie Bashwai, not touch on Bashwai, the ball coming in just puts oh. it wide. And I think that saves us the point, doesn't it? I think Xhaka thought that the ball was in the back of the net. <laughs> he didn't know what happened behind him, but he did. Uh, he was brilliant. You know what? Fair play. I was one of the people that gave Jack a stick, but fair play. He has been immense, to be honest with you. He, I'm glad he stayed. He's given a lot to the team. I can actually now see why he was made captain, to be honest with you. And I would have never said that about Xhaka, even even four weeks ago, he's been magnificent. And, you know, I, I gave him stick. And if I saw him, I'd say, fair play, Jacquard. I gave you stick. And a lot of people gave you stick. You've stuck your head down and you, you've you've got on with it, to be honest with you. you played that centre-back today. Just magnificent, to be honest with you. Yeah. Danny, do you think that Jacquard looked so good at centre-back because we now have like a functional midfield? So we had a question from it as well that, Emery has done this, did it with Jacker and played him at centre-back. Uh, and it didn't necessarily go as well. Um, now Arteta's doing it and it's kind of been seen as a masterstroke. What did you reckon to that? Well, I think it helps the fact that during the game, he is dropping back into the defence during the game when those two are making a run down the left-hand side. So it's not like you're going in cold. He's, he's been doing in and out during the game. And then to go back and do that just shows his adaptability that... He's a central midfielder, ball winning and all that lot. And then he's been playing as a defensive midfielder, which isn't his position for so long and doing okay. And then the ability to just go back and do that. It's like everyone is saying here, Rudy Putty, who's man of the match. David Keefe said he was brilliant. Thomas from Norway says Xhaka turned it round. Um, Charboy says uh, Xhaka and Martinelli were standout today. And uh, Daryl, Xhaka took Emery's hate. So uh, there's someone else, but I can't remember who it was. But uh, this wouldn't have happened on under pass back FC or cut back FC or whatever it was. So that's just so true. It just shows that, um, yeah, we got. And if we had uh, players, if I don't want to be too mean about Mustafi, but if we if he'd have been maybe um, Pappy and Louise playing there, these sort of things wouldn't happen. And then hopefully long term, Louise and Holding, or maybe even longer term, uh, Holding and uh, I don't know someone else who's who's really good. I, I do quite like Louise, but I don't think he's a long term. Um, solution for that. I do still think we need to get rid of um, a few of those players. But holding, it's nice to see holding come come back on. First thing he did when holding came back on was get the people around and go right. We're doing. And while they were just about to take a call, he's going right. You do this. Mm. Do this giving all the manager's directions. So great to see holding come back on. He's, he's not going to be the, the holding of old for what four, five, six games it might take him. But at least he's back when we need him. Yeah, and the last thing I've got is Martinelli coming off for Joe Willock to come on. Um, we can uh-huh. probably continue talking about Martinelli for the next, well, until midnight. That's like 45 minutes. But, uh, but yeah, can I talk probably... about the ref in that instant? Why was the yeah. referee stalking our players off the pitch? I've never seen anything like that he literally Pepe really wound him up didn't he, he really <laughs> was walking with pepe or pepe even turned around and said like mate are you joel from you what is going on here like, <laughs> stinks, that usually <laughs> what's uh, going on ref like, i he's, mean he's holding his back like literally walking him off the pitch 
to be fair, that really annoyed me because he's clearly saying to him, well, I'll just add this time on. Same for Martinelli when he's walking mm. off slowly. But what happens? He blows the whistle at 94 minutes when <laughs> we're just about to do a counter-attack. I mean, it's disgusting. Absolutely oh, yeah. Disgusting. I did, I didn't you think we could go on and win that? I thought I we think, could go on and win that. I think the way that we were breaking on 94 minutes, I think Lacazette's <laughs> going through. That's probably how he yeah. scores as well. Breaks his duck. But I'm lucky. But he was yes. a mile offside, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. He was, uh, he was offside in that, that instance as well. Mm. Right. But he's trying. It's true. It could be worse. He could be... Oof. Oh, I don't know. Name do yes, I was going to say, we need to do a few questions. And yeah. that was the game. There are 300 of you watching now. That's more than there was previously. We've only got 83 likes, though. Disgusting. Come on, guys. This is disgusting, as Danny has said. If Martin we didn't die for this. No, I feel like you need a <laughs> uh, a target, which makes it easier, because then everyone could go to it. A million seems like over the top if there's only 300 people in there. PewDiePie gets a million? Shut your face. Get on <sighs> it, people, you fucking freeloading scumbags. I was going to say if you get up to 100, but you know we're at 94 already, and that seems like a nothing target. Let's get up to 150. Million. I reckon by the end of this. And Danny, would you yeah. like to do the questions? I certainly will. Right. Thank you very much, people, for all your wonderful questions. We uh, don't want to spend all night on this. We were going to do 45 minutes, but it's such a good game. I mean, all I'm going to go and do after this is play War Thunder. You two have got to go to bed to get up for work. Right. First question from Jonas Segnanberg. If you combine Torreira and Ozil, do you get one a creative midfielder with a knack for interceptions or two, a bored midfielder with a body language of a sloth and the defensive capabilities of Iceland, Josh. I decent run in the championship for me. It means the, the freezer shop. I, don't know. I was going to say, does it mean the supermarket? I think if you do a cross, I think you get, yeah, you get two of them, but you wouldn't play them next to each other. You get basically a useless player. And then you'd get someone like the second coming of, oh God, uh, I, I was going to make some kind of hipster reference, but then I couldn't make an amazing, uh, like Paddy Vieira, maybe someone like that. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, you'd get, you get someone amazing. If you did right. That cross. Next question for you, Femi, from Data. She says, does anyone remember the supporters having did that one, Danny? Okay, fair enough. Right, from her, uh, same person. Um, does Gwendozi not start? At, how does Gwendozi not start every game, Femi? Again, from uh, you know, I think I saw in the chat someone said about um, Gwendozi being knackered. I think to build a whole midfield around Gwendozi, which was what Emery was doing, is very, very silly. To be honest with you, he's a good player, but. I think he needed to be eased in and taken out in some games. And what had happened was this season, we had built everything around Genduzi and he just he just couldn't live up to the hype, to be honest with you. I think the way that Arteta's easing him back in is a much better way of, of doing it. Um, you know, a good player, good young player. I think he's got a lot to learn positionally, discipline-wise as well. Um, like you said, Danny, he... Today, he kind of held his discipline, didn't he? He did well. He carried the ball for us. But then there's some games, especially, you know, earlier in the season where he was just like a headless chicken, wasn't he? He was just all over the place. And I think he needed to be taken out of the team. 
and I think I can't see him personally if we're playing two and I can't see him starting ahead of um, Torreira and Shaka to be honest with you so I think it's working the way it is all the players seem really happy so yeah or no need to change it to be honest I agree with you there. Bloody hell, the page has moved. Right, question here from the box um, for you, Josh. I want to make a comment on this first. From Jimmy H 29 is Leno showing his play with the season saves us game after game with saves? I've got a controversial opinion here. Unpopular opinion, as Chris would say. I'd drop Leno for the rest of the season, only because if he carries on like this, he won't be here next season. So I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd tell one of our players to go and elbow him in the face, leave him in goal, so he lets in five six, <laughs> and then drop him for the rest of the season. Because have you seen that um, Manuel Neuer for Bayern isn't having his greatest season, is he? He's coming up to 34, which means he's 33, possibly 35. Yeah, so answer the sensible question, not my stupid comment. That's okay, because I can answer your stupid comment and then answer the question. Yeah. Um, Bayern have already signed their Neuer replacement they've Ooh. gotten on a free from Schalke um, oh, I can't remember his name though but yeah um, they're getting him at the end of the season who <laughs> was their captain yeah, <laughs> anyway, Schalke, captain yeah. Schalke captain they've stripped him of the captaincy because he said he was going to stay there <laughs> oh, anyway and he didn't tell Schalke that they were, he was negotiating with Bayern either <laughs> yeah and then they were like oh what what has happened and he's oh, like oh yeah Sorry. Um, yeah. um, let me guess. It is Alexander Nubel. Yep, that's the one. That's my that's my hipster knowledge. I didn't Wikipedia it. Goal. No, I conceded that. Uh, so is I think Leno will be our player of the season. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't. It's going to be between him and Aubameyang, to be honest. Unless someone does something spectacular in this next half of the season, because we'll tend to always think kind of what happened in the last three months. People kind of forget what happens in September come the end of the season. So, yeah, I I think Nano will be player of the season for us. David Michael makes a, a comment here. Hello, David. Sounds like a new person. Um, why has no one talked about Ozil gushing around the pitch even before the red card? We did a little bit, but we're not really here to, to moan too much about Ozil. We all know that he's uh, a waste of space at the moment, which is a shame. Right, next question from... Uh, I keep reading these from Great Scott Marty, but it's not. That's you. John Bernstein. Next game, this is for you, Femi. Next game, Mustafi and Holding or Holding and Xhaka? Mate, honestly, we, it's an FA Cup game against Bournemouth. Who won we tonight? Just... First win in six years. <laughs> honestly we should be able to get through that um what it is is we don't want to replay in that game because if we get a replay in that game it means we can't go away for our training camp apparently so we want to be winning that game so that we can get the players off for a bit of a break um but honestly i don't really care. i want to win the fa cup but i kind of not really that bothered to be honest uh holding definitely and Mustafi or Holden and Socrates should be back by then. So, quick one on that, Josh. Um, oh, it's got to be hard. You can't take sure. Shaka out of midfield, can we? No, I think it could be an option long term, maybe. And we do like a little bit of a um, Mascherano at Barcelona to Xhaka, <laughs> and maybe we see him come into the defence. That's though. You can play goals in defence. They make no difference. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, kind of against Bournemouth as well. I think probably go a bit a bit safer. Bring in Bobby. Uh, who else we got? 
And, Actually, uh, um, Arteta has brought up a couple of the players from the youth this um, in the last week that have been training with the first team, or well, one of them is a central defender. I think he's 17 years old, another one of our yeah. one youth kids, so maybe he's coming through. Yeah, I would like to go far in the FA Cup, um, hopefully win it, because I had a horrible nightmare last night um, where I thought that Liverpool are going to not only do the fucking treble, but they'll do it invincible as well. No, I know, right? Yeah, can't <laughs> can't be doing that. But it's it's on, and oh, someone needs to beat them, please. I don't mind them doing maybe the treble because that will piss off United fans. But if they go invincible as well, ugh, there'll be no joy left in the world. Making me cry. Right, next question. You two have got to go. Um, from Neil again. This for you, Femi. What do you think? Where do you think we will fit in both Martinelli and Saka next season or long term? I, I think it's exactly the same, isn't it? They have didn't tonight. Oh man, you know what? It's so hard to predict anything for next season because <laughs> uh, Champions League. We're going to be in Europe. Is Lacazette going to be there? Is, I doubt Aubameyang is going to be there. So then that changes pretty much everything, doesn't it? If you think about it, if Lacazette or an or and Oba are not there. Martinelli, can he play up front? There's so many different things that we've got to think about. I think we're going to have a massive summer this year. We always say that, but I think we have to this year. Um, yeah. So the answer to that is let's hope. <laughs> let's hope. It's a good dilemma to have, isn't it? To have good players. It's better to have good players than bad players, isn't it? How will we cope? Josh, look at that. <laughs> he's not even here, and he's taking over. I know. I did warn you. Sorry, chat box. He's in there now. Swinging arms, swinging limbs around, throwing punches. Is it like he's shouting at us? Oh. He's got a new keyboard. He should be happy and he's not. Even with a new keyboard and mouse, he's still not happy. Is it a silent keyboard or can you still hear him uh, mashing it? He's he's made one show. Lego Lego and stickle bricks. No, it is a silent keyboard. We use podcast funds to pay for it. And it's a silent one. It's not rubber keys. Personally, I don't like rubber keys, but he needed something wiped clean. Um, Right. Uh, We've got a couple more questions uh, from Jimmy H. Actually, I read that one out. Um, You, Josh, is Liverpool going to equal the Invincibles that you just talked about? Do we honestly think they're going to do it? I don't. When you get to the sticky end of them being Champions League holders. Yeah. It depends on the kind of route. So it depends on the route they get for their various uh, various cups. Well, yeah, have you seen who they've got in um, the FA Cup? Newport County. Yeah, they've got uh, Shrewsbury Town. <laughs> no. yeah, Shrewsbury Town, whilst we got Bournemouth. Oh, yeah, about the Champions right. League. yeah, they probably will as well, won't they? But... No, I don't think they'll do it. Femi? I've got a weird feeling to about tomorrow night. They've got a tough one tomorrow night. And with Chelsea drawing... I think Wolves are smelling some top four blood there. They had a great comeback at the weekend, didn't they? Yeah. They were. Uh, uh, have they got I Wolves or West Ham? First? Wolves away tomorrow. I think that's a. Yeah. I think we we want to keep an eye on that one. I might actually watch that game, but then someone did say that Wolves are looking a bit tired. Um, they played two hundred and twelve games this season already, Femi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's 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 hope tomorrow night. Now, uh, now that they've beat Man United and Tottenham, I can start rooting for all the other teams that play against them. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can just go and start supporting the rest of them. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, oh shit! Is it all oh, right? Yes, you put in oh shit, Jason. So that's not actually a question, is it? Well, I think no. that's the majority of the questions, you two, because we've done an hour and seven minutes. It should have been an hour because we're rationing you lot. And uh, yes, yeah, so uh, there you go. Oh, tomorrow night's podcast. Before you come to me, is uh, it is um cory austin from the chat box making his podcast debut live from canada it's going to be the pirate chris carpenter and me and possibly one other person carl has said he is free but we had carl on uh, the week before last it might be carl as well but uh, i usually wait to get carl and femi on at the same time just so carl can bully me (laughs) (laughs) perfect uh yeah so that was it i know chat box you're a bunch of fucking failures so what am i done 112. Just nowhere near a fucking million. Jason came in and yeah. added four. That's it. And I'm assuming Jason is one of the four that added to it. So, you know what, everybody? That's it. Yeah. Jason's drunk. Um, is he drunk? I think so. Oh, dear. I think that's so, it. That's anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, 271 of you. To be honest, one of them is probably me. Oh, Thank no. you very much for joining us uh if you're listening on itunes spotify wherever on the tractor uh as danny has said podcast is out tomorrow and i think that is it because i can't remember who's on the show for bournemouth or even if it's been organized Um, organized. i'll say thank you to femi it's been great having you on thanks everyone and danny i think the listeners will hold out for this can you just switch the shit off I, I will indeed. And tappy tappy, you freeloading scumbags. Oh, we're never doing another show again. Cheers, Josh. Cheers, Danny. Until next week. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>